back to the Sounds of Stadia podcast for episode 141 of your weekly gaming show where we round up all of the Stadia and video game news for your listening or viewing pleasure right here on youtube.com forward slash Helios Cloud Games or up there in the digital cloud on your podcast preference of choice. We have a great show lined up for you this week talking about all of your pro games which no doubt you've already claimed and talked about across social media but we're going to break all those down. Alongside we have Jedi Survivor News. We've got Madden and FIFA news. Whether they're coming or not, we're going to break it all down alongside CD Projekt Red focusing on expansions, new games announced for Stadia, Richie, and much, much more. But before we dive into all that, you're joining myself, Chris, your host, alongside the recovering one, the man of many pixels, Mr. Richie. We had a good holiday, but it wasn't... You know what? I know when I go back to work on Monday, everyone's going to ask me, oh, did you have a nice, relaxing holiday? And it's like, no, it was nice, but it was not relaxing. It was not. We drank a lot. We drank a lot. We drank a lot. We walked a lot. We travelled a lot. Um, yes, we did. Airports Sometimes aside, in the right direction. Some, some, yes, we may have gone in the opposite direction to where we would needed to be on a train for an hour and a half before realising. But you know what? Polish is a hard language. Anyone out there who can speak slash or has learnt Polish, big, big congratulations to you because that we just didn't even have a clue at some point. We got laughed at. We tried our hardest. We didn't want to be those ignorant Brits abroad. We used Google Translate to the high heavens. Did it help us that much? Not really. <laughs> but we, we tried. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We, we got home safe, basically, is what we're saying. Uh, thank you to everyone, of course, who tuned in, who watched the shows, who watched our... Um, not, not first look, our Overcooked stream that went up on the Thursday... Thank you to all those people who stay tuned in our absence. We, of course, tried to reschedule everything, but, uh, well, schedule everything, not reschedule, but we tried to make things as seamless as possible in our absence, but we've had a break. We're back. We're not really re-energised, but we're here anyway to talk about all of the Stadia and gaming news, because, as I said, we've got a great show. But before we do dive into it, do give the video a like, click that bell and subscribe and shake it, so you're kept in the loop with all of the news and things we do here at Hades Cloud Games, like said first looks, like this very podcast, like our Cloud Quest show, where our Helix heroes, our members of the channel, they actually get up to six days early. Sometimes, Richie, even beyond a week, if we're going away. Yeah. How early did they get the yep. last one? Oh, well, it must have been like ten, nine days or yeah, something. Nine, ten yes. days. You, you can't beat it, folks. So if you want to show me and Richie a little bit more support, jump down below, hit join on the YouTube video. For as little as 99 pence, you get stickers, you get badges, and you get early exclusive content until it goes on the free feeds later in the week. Uh, but we'll be talking about more about that as we get into it. few little bits of housekeeping. Now we are home, Richie. We can actually do housekeeping. Uh, Thursday, yeah. I did... Oh, it wasn't even on Thursday this week. I jumped in on the first of the month. Thought I'll try and encapsulate the pro, happy pro day going live. I was a bit tired, but I did it anyway. Deliver us the moon. My first look is up on the channel. Uh, great game. It's finally arrived. It's here. Keo Ken delivered it. Albeit two months late... With a couple of bumps along the way, Richie, but we got it. Game runs great. A couple of bits of stuttering when the game actually saves, but I think that's common for most titles actually to have a little bit of lag when it's uh, it's saving the file. Uh, Cloud Quest sixty nine did go up this past nice. Friday, where we spoke about Stadia reinvesting in game studios and is it the time to actually make that recommitment to possibly buying or just investing because the market is shrinking out there as Xbox and Sony and other people gobble up all these companies. Um, also, huge round of applause, Richie, to us, to you awesome people out there who have subscribed. Uh, we achieved the 1.5k mark. It ticked over whilst we were abroad. Uh, we couldn't be happier. Thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts to everyone who's uh, shared, followed, subscribed. Mostly subscribed. That's how we get the number of 1.5k after all. Uh, and we expect to go above and beyond. And Richie did say if we pass 2,000 by the end of the year, if I recall, 
he will stream yep. My Little Pony for your pleasure, I guess. I don't know. Richie's pain is probably the pleasure in that stream. That Yeah, that sounds like... I, I'm pretty sure I did say that. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. We'll so 2,000 by the end of the year, so you've got six months to get that over 500. Yep. You've got half a year to double down. Uh, and then the final part, whilst we were away in Poland, we said at the end, I think, last week's show, I've played Stadia at the top of the Shard. There's a video up on the channel. 1,000-odd foot in the air. This past week, Richie, we dove into a mine in the deepest parts of Poland. We went hundreds of feet down underground. There was a pub there, I will point out. We did have a good couple of drinks. However, we, of course, wanted to test out if Stadia would run. Does Stadia work in a mine? No. No, it does not. It, there is no signal in a mine, believe it or not, everyone, it, it, let alone enough to stream <laughs> cloud gaming software. So a nice little story for there. doesn't work in a mine. But if you've tried out Stadia in an even stranger place, do let us know in the comments below. I'd love to hear some of your wacky stories out there. Uh, that isn't just your usual, I've used it in the hotel. I use it in the car. Does anyone go high? I use it in is... the bath. <laughs> I mean, actually, I have. I've played FIFA in the bath. Uh, but less, less said about that, the better. But if anyone's played it higher than me at the Shard, I'd love to know. Again, I want to hear all those stories. Uh, get them in the comments below. Tweet at us, at Helix Cloud Games. Share all your awesome times playing in the clouds. Uh, right, Richie. It's time for the show. Let's get into it. Housekeeping's it done. We've got loads to talk about. Loads of new games, which our fingers are so tightly crossed that some of these are going to come. But before that, we do have our pro game. So, Richie, introduce us to the... The Super Sexy Special Stadia Story Segment, a.k.a. The, the news. news. Loads of news to talk about. We knew it. We knew it was coming. We said last week, the pro games, where they going to come before the episode? We didn't know. We didn't get them. And here we are. They delivered on the last day of the month. They put out their usual community blog, breaking down the titles we've got. And we've got six, technically seven, to talk about. So one of the busy months, of course, one of them is... A title we don't really know about, but we'll get to that. Uh, starting things off then, Richie. Number one, your one top pro game for the month is Golf with Friends. Uh, this was only recently uh, actually brought to the platform. Yeah, like last month. Last month, yeah. It was uh, from Team 17. Uh, of course, cute little golf game uh, we know about. We've, we've discussed on previous episodes. We won't go too much into it. Uh, you can essentially share um, with up to... Oh, how many people was Golf with Friends? 12 other players if I remember, uh, across 11 levels containing 18 holes each. We've seen a bunch of the community uh, streams, content creators playing this title. Fun little golf game. Not really much more to say about it. It is crazy golf. It's not serious golf. Uh, so you can fill your yeah. boots with that one if you wish. I kind of got lucky on this because I did initially buy it because it looked like at one point we might do this as a first night stream, but then we decided to go with something else. And then so I, re- I just refunded it on the off chance it'll come as a stadium oh. pro game. So this has worked well for me. You've actually benefited money from back. that one. Yes. Uh, we'll probably no doubt do a stream of this at some point. As you said, I think some other titles came out that was maybe more befitting of our channel and our audience to, to jump in with. But yeah, Team 17, again, doing great stuff. A little bit, again, probably disappointing for those who maybe didn't refund it and only purchased it last month. We've had that a few times happen with Pro. And I think that just comes down to the nature of the library isn't that big enough to support so many Pro games. It's- and new it's games at the pace they're putting them out. I still think it's never great when it happens, though. Like, oh, certainly it, not. Because all like the die-hard like gamers who buy, oh, new games are I'll buy it, and now just getting screwed over. Yeah, I'll buy it to support the platform and the developer, and then it's free 
less than 30 yeah. years later potentially but we've had it before as we know if you reach out to the the google support team stadia support they usually issue a refund they're usually quite cool with it so if you are out there and you're feeling hard done by just hit them up see if you can get an extended refund and uh, i know they've done it with i think they did it right back right at the very beginning with tomb raider richie i think i bought rise of the tomb raider shadow one of the two and then it went on pro like less than 10 days later so that was a bit disappointing but i did get my refund so Never mind. Uh, to prevent that, though, you could just go straight onto Pro on launch day, just like the second Pro game of the month, Death Run TV. It did just that, Richie. We spoke about this before. Experience the real-time blistering speed and bullet-dodging action. I think I said it was Super Meat Boy meets Dead Nation. I've seen loads of people playing this. It looks like a fun, competitive uh, action shooter set in an arena where you get likes for basically the more people you massacre. I think we'll probably check this one out yeah. at some point as well. It's just getting the time, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, this is the thing that we just well, we've literally been on holiday for like a week, so we've just in terms of gaming time, we've just lost seven days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know a yeah. lot of people complain about that. Where you go on holiday, you go away to relax, to enjoy, to do other experiencing, uh, exploration, and uh, yeah, you miss out on those video games. You miss out on those video games. Um, but deliver us, uh, deliver us the moon. I was going to say, uh, Death Run TV. It's out now. It's gone straight into pro. So go play it. The more time played, of course, the more the developers benefit from hours and time spent. Looks like a fun little action shooter, and no doubt there'll be many of you out there checking Death Run TV out um, because it is, as I said, brand new to Stadia, and it went straight into pro. Looking forward to trying that one myself. It does. Uh, I do enjoy a good twin stick shooter from time to time. Uh, the next game up, Richie, which we've uh, we knew has been coming for quite some time, it's finally here. This was the one; uh, it's the more relaxing game. So, Lake is the third Stadia Pro title we'll break down. Uh, it's, for those who don't remember what Lake was, escape to the beautiful rustic environment without cell phones and the internet. Stadia wouldn't work there. Is Meredith Weiss, uh, who takes a break from her career in the big city to deliver mail in her hometown. Uh, in this indie open world adventure game, where your choices matter, you'll have to make up your mind, return to the demanding city job, or stay in the town that you grew up with, uh, grew up in. Uh, now, we had a little chuckle about this, didn't we? Because she returns home because her father used to be the mailman. And yeah, oh, she's, yeah. she's called back for hopefully not too dis disturbing reasons. Goes back to her hometown and she has to basically pick up the mantle in her father's absence. And it's more of a slow, methodical game with relaxing music, very artistic, beautiful scenes. And somehow she, do, she has to do the job, which I don't think would ever happen in real life, but... Only in video yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it's like works like that in your country, let us know. But it's like, if my dad's retired now, but if it, he was still at, still working and he went on holiday or something for like a month, mm -hmm. I couldn't just go. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go do your job now, mm -hmm. especially when I have a job myself. It's just, it's a bizarre premise. Yeah, but I think we're probably focusing in too much this is probably just oh we need a way of getting this character into this this town yeah i'm sure it again if it's very small town rural america it may just be a case of oh we all know you you're his daughter you're just like your father and then would you like Still to simple. do the job uh, yeah it's i'm, I'm sure there's some yeah, storyline beats which again just i'm sorry guys i've got a life <laughs> uh yeah she might take a sabbatical and then realize she loves her hometown um going yeah. returning home is always a nice thing but, I'm not going to jump into this one. Yeah, this is one, I think, from an artistic standpoint alone. This one probably has me on a visual step, which actually has my intrigue. And uh, I do enjoy a little... I always look at games similar to this as more palette cleansers. They're not overly long. They're not crazy open-world yeah. sprawling collectathons. It's just a nice game. It's probably going to have some nice piano music, nice vis visuals to look at. Probably only takes, a, I'd say, five it's... to ten hours, probably. 
It's six, um, according to how long the beat. Main oh. story, six hours, 20. Completionist is like seven and a half hours. Oh, five to ten, a perfectly good guess then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, terrific. So, Lake, yes, another pro game to add to your library and claim. We should actually check in, Richie, on the Stadia Pro Games monitor because I'm very curious to know how many pro games we have in total, actually, by now. We've, of course, been pro members since day one of Stadia's launch, and we must be well past... Must be coming up on 150, maybe now 100 to 150. Ooh, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, so I'll get on to the next game while you do that bit of research with In Leeds. Awesome as ever. Stadia Pro Games Monitor. Uh, the next title up on our list uh, is a little one that most people probably forgot about uh, in the meantime. Uh, Tohu. It's been out on the platform for quite some time. Uh, this is a, a brand new adventure set in a weird and wonderful world uh, of fish planets. Explore beautiful environments and solve intricate puzzles as a little girl uh, joined by a mechanical alter ego Cubus. Together they'll discover the truth about themselves and the mysterious sacred engine that powers their world. Um, cute little indie game. A um, couple of puzzle solving things where basically you uh, work your way through from what I've seen and uh, yeah, just solves kind of like, not, not point and click, but it's definitely got a cute little art style. And I feel like Tohu came out so long ago now on the platform that it's probably lost in a lot of people's libraries just due to the nature of being able to scroll and search. Yep. Um, there's a total of 151 ga- pro games so far. Ooh, 100, oh, 150, also 150. I was very close with that one as well. Same number as original Pokemon. Got to catch them number. all. Got to catch them all. Steady pro. I'm working on that, actually, in Arcus. Oh, that's, that's not going on. I've got about 10 to go. Well, have you seen everybody this week thirsting over the new professors for... Scarlet and Violet. Um, I haven't. I haven't really been on social media much since we like we went on holiday. To be honest, which is why in our Discord I've been kind of silent. But I'm back now. I'm back. He's back. He's back. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's basically two professors who that well the professor as always with most Pokemon games. Yeah, apparently the the internet's quite attracted to them in some particular way. But either way that's a whole different He's no conversation professor the silver fox. Uh, yeah it's good. no professor i mean he might show up we never know uh, so yes tohu another another great game it looks like another nice little indie get for stadia uh, for those who are big fans of the outright games and uh family friendly titles of course we usually get one of those with every stadia uh, every stadia pro roundup nowadays uh, straight from outright uh, ben 10 is back ben and his family are enjoying their european vacation until Evil Magician Hex unleashes the power of four mysterious crystals. Only Ben can break the curse. Get ready to transform into powerful aliens to battle enemies, solve puzzles, and freely explore an exciting 3D world. It's hero time, Richie. Excited for it's Ben 10? I know, I know Ben 10's not um, really Our audience know we don't have children. Yeah, I was going to so. say, like, I, I'm sure it's a perfectly serviceable game, but we're clearly not a target audience. Mm-hmm. If you've got kids, I'm sure it's perfectly yeah. fine. I'd love to know Outright Games' contract with Stadia because it seems like it's almost... If you keep bringing us the games, we'll put one on Pro. Every, like They must be making some, some dollar off of these deals because they seem to be the only publisher that's like consistent every month. Like, yeah, let's get something on there. Let's put something out. Uh, but then again, they are putting a lot of games on the platform, so no surprise, no surprise there. Yeah. Uh, next up, as we work our way through all of your Pro titles again, a lot of these games we have spoke about extensively on the show before, so I don't want to spend... Too much time breaking them down, describing them, and asking what our opinions are on them. Uh, but one that did catch our eye last time, Richie, was Through the Darkest of Times. Um, I think it was leaked or it was rated, ESRB rated a few weeks back. And I think the, the biggest reason was it was uh, it's Underground Resistance Group, 1933 Berlin. And your goal is to deal small blows to Hitler's Third Reich regime. And you do that by 
uh, dropping leaflets around town, pinning messages on walls. Uh, it's very tactical, if I can, re- if I remember. It's, you've got to kind of sabotage from within, uh, and it's almost yeah. like turn-based. You go through your, your motions and uh, plan out your attack across a map of Berlin and where you want to strike and where the morale is going up and down. Uh, very different. I think it was like Papers, Please, in a way, I think we said. Yeah, yeah, I get that kind of vibe. I'm going to have to dig, look into it a bit more. Yeah, well, now... Because I think it's one of them games that you can only truly get a gist of what it is by jumping in. Yeah, the description's like, oh, great, it's in Berlin, as many other games are, we're bringing down Hitler, but what exactly do you do? And I think, yeah, it's sometimes actually getting stuck in and going, okay, so I'm not fighting, physically fighting, I'm not stealthing around or anything like that. Like, it's not Wolfenstein. It's very much a, a more methodical approach to how you would put your rebels underground, the strategy behind it. Um, very inter- very different. I always like, enjoy a good indie game that kind of takes on itself to, to do something a bit different. So uh, only just came out and we've got it on Pro. So go fill your boots on that one as well, everyone. And then that brings us, Richie, to I think our final game. I think we've gone through them all there. Lake, Death on uh, TV, yep. Through the Darks of Times, Golf with Your Friends, Tohu, and Ben 10 Power Trip. Uh, the final one, as we mentioned at the top of the show, but glad we finally do have it. Deliver us the moon, Richie. The Amazon driver was delayed, stuck in transit. He finally made it, of course. Earth is going through some shit. With the last astronaut on the lunar base. Can we solve it? Uh, I, as remember, uh, did a first look on this live with you lovely people out there this past Tuesday. Jumped in. I uh, had a good look at it. Game looks great. Runs great. I got a little bit confused at, the, at first, Richie. Uh, because I thought the game started on the moon as the lone astronaut, and I was I was wandering yeah. around thinking, why is there why is there like cardboard boxes and trailers everywhere? Like I, I expected the technology on the moon to be a little bit more advanced, and then yeah, it dawned on me that actually I was I had to process you have to get the, to the moon I had to first. get to the moon first. Yeah, I think all the trailers just had me conditioned to think that I'm I'm already the astronaut. I mean, the first thing you do is put on the suit, and in my mind, I'm like, well, why would you have the suit on if you're in if you're on Earth already? Um, but yeah, it's a nice, nice little methodical. It's not almost like almost a walking simulator, but you do a lot of floating, actually. So it can't really be called a walking simulator uh, as you defy gravity for the bulk of the game. But uh, yeah, little puzzle solves. It's almost go from room to room, solve mechanical problems on board the ship, uh, solve puzzles using you get a little laser shooter and um, don't get electrocuted by like spare cables and, and floating debris that kind of stuff. But I enjoyed it. I had a great time. It's probably, if anyone out there is looking at the list of programs thinking, I don't know where to jump in and you're a bit unsure, uh, I definitely recommend Deliver Us the Moon. Of course, we know Deliver Us Mars, the sequel, is due out uh, next... Is it next year or later this year? can't remember. I think it's next year. Uh, I think the, the next-gen yeah, version of Deliver Us the Moon on like PS5 Series X is out later this month, and then we get Deliver Us Mars next year, which Richie's just checking for me now. I am... Um... Um, do, do you know if it was the um, next gen version or the current no. gen version because that was one of the big questions hanging over us yeah we did anticipate that the delay may have been to bring it in line it didn't launch the same day as the next gen I think the next gen versions are like 19th or something of this month so I it, don't think we have a release date for Deliverers Mars yet I can't find oh, it it may have just been 2023 or something like that then, yeah so. I think the game's just been announced and that's it okay no problem but we finally got it of course disappointed still that they didn't really communicate with us what the problem was this game was an April Pro game remember that was delayed at the 11th hour to be coming but it's here it runs fun hopefully it's not uh, taking too much buzz away from the title uh, I definitely recommend it I think from the ones that are on there it's arguably the biggest title of this month 
I'd say so. Um, it being delayed for two months isn't it great luck. Mm-hmm. For me, the pick of the bunch is probably either Lake or Through the Darks at times. Mm. More than Deliverers of the Moon. But it really, I mean, they're, very, they're three different, very different games, so... They certainly are. Can you re- remember what we went for our pro game predictions on last week's show? Because I think we both we both had like a big one. I've got them up here. Um, my predictions were Judgment, Final Fantasy fifteen, and some shitty mobile port. Well, you were wrong on that front. <laughs> I was wrong on all three fronts. Yours were Chorus, Scarf, and Blaze and the Monster Machines, Axel City Racers. Oh, which I- I'm inclined to give you half a point yeah, because you got Ben, ben 10. 10. Yeah. I did say, I think, you at the were, time, it was a one outright game, we'll get one. I just picked one out of the hat. So Yeah, yeah like, you in the right ballpark, mm-hmm. so you win. Yeah, so how would you rate the June Pro Games overall, of course? We've got seven, technically, well, so it's a good it's a I'm, good variety of offering. I'm going to dismiss Deliver as the Moon from a, this month's Pro Game because it was meant to be an April Pro Game and it wasn't communicated to us in any way, shape or form that they were delaying it to become a pro game in a different month. They just said, it will come when it comes. Yep. Um, so it's six, and it's fine. Yeah, I would probably rate this offering it, as a as a C. Like, yeah, I, I might go C, C minus, um, hmm. borderline. The problem is, it really depends on who you are as a gamer, because I think every game in here is objectively decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. But because there all, there's no single like standout. It's not necessarily it has to be a triple A game. No massive standout in the list, mm. which I think means that at best you might get one or two games that you're interested in, and the rest are just not for me sort of situation. Which is why in the individual games, it it feels like a more rather than quantity rather quality time. That, um, pro game list this time. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think that's a fair assessment. The the lack of any kind of dub, what would be deemed as subjectively double yeah. A or triple A missing, I always feel like it needs one tentpole title, and then the rest yeah. kind of a, a filling in that gap. I, yeah, I almost feel like if we got a one tentpole title and one of these mm. would, would probably be a better than six of them. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that one. I think yeah, if we had one of our our potential predictions, and then maybe of, Ben 10 Power Trip, because you've got to complete that outright list, and maybe Death well, Run, that would have been suffice for me to call it a, a solid month. I mean, out of our predictions, Judgment, Final Fantasy 15, or Chorus could have been that temple. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But you do have seven games out there now, ladies and gentlemen, to go claim and play, add to your library, and uh, do let us know in the comments what your standout one is. We'll throw a poll up. On our YouTube account, at some point, uh, probably midway through the month, just to see how, just to check in on you all and see how you're all enjoying it, uh, and let me know what the standout one is for you. Uh, I certainly enjoy Deliverers the Moon. I'm looking forward to Lake, uh, and of course, Golf with Friends. We'll probably check out on a stream sometime. If you'd like to see it, do let us know in the Discord chat. Uh, we do take all suggestions, recommendations, comments, concerns, questions for the show over there. If you want to join us, the link is in the description on the YouTube video and on our audio platforms as well. Join us on Discord. We've got a great, vibrant, buzzing community where people write in, talk, all things about video games and just life in general. It's very busy and we love all of our Discord members over there too. So jump in, join the amazing community we have if you wish to. Uh, Right, Richie, that is Pro Games in the bag. So let's move over to the next big star of the week, 
always going to be a big one. Star Wars celebration happened over the weekend whilst we were yeah, it away. Did. It really did. We've uh, we've had a great time. You and me checked out Kenobi together, the Obi Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus. If you've not checked it out so far and you're a Star Wars fan, what are you doing? It's fantastic. Three episodes are up now. Have you watched them all, Richie? Did you know three had gone live? Yep. Terrific. No spoilers here, though. Do not worry. Uh, but we did have, and I've mentioned it a few times in the in the weeks leading up to this, we would see a tease of the Jedi Fallen Order sequel at Star Wars Celebration, and they did not disappoint. Not only did they announce a multitude of new shows, and they teased Indiana Jones at Lucasfilm, and they announced a new Willow series, which is nothing to do with Star Wars. But in the midst of all that, they did drop a trailer for EA's sequel, officially titled now. We did report on it, leaked a few weeks ago, but it's now officially Jedi. Uh, sorry, Star Wars, never give its full name. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and it will be coming out 2023. So it doesn't look like they've quite made the window for end of this year, which I know a few of the rumours were saying they were trying to get it out in time for Christmas. Probably a bit smart that they've pushed it back a little bit just to give it that extra bit yeah. of breathing room. Uh, we join again with Padawan Cal Kestas as he completes his training on Run from the Inquisitors which again are a big feature in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and uh, across a multitude of Star Wars shows now, Rebels and, and the end of Clone Wars and such. Uh, Richie, it looks like in 2023 we'll be jumping back in. New planets, new characters, new enemies, uh, more of the same lovely action. But I think you and me both commented on the trailer. Looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, we were debating whether it was actually, is this are we watching a cinematic here or in-gate? Or is this footage in-engine? In mm-hmm. And we both kind of came to the conclusion that AAA games don't really tend to do um, out-of-engine footage anymore for trailers. Yeah. Because the gameplay is that good, why would you bother? Yeah. Uh, Cal's looking fantastic in it, um, picking back up. It's, it is confirmed as well as next-gen only. But it, this kind of brings us to the next the next point then, Richie, really. Um is this coming to Stadia? There was no official tags. The The message from EA is Series X, PC, and PlayStation 5. And well, we've had for some time us wondering about Jedi Fallen Order, of course, was a pro game last last May? or the May? Well, not the May, just gone, sorry. The May before, 2021, if I recall. That's right. And uh, this actually takes place around the same time as the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. It's five years after... The last game, which now brings it up, right? So I'm expecting maybe by the end of this show that we see a cameo from Cal on the run at some point. He crosses paths well, with Obi Wan. Well, I threw out um, not necessarily theory, an interesting idea to you while we're still away. Um, what if we get a scene where Cal bumps into Obi Wan, like just a cameo sort of scene? Yeah, yeah. And we get we get that from Obi Wan's point of view in the show, mm. but then you get that from Cal's point of view. In the game, yeah. So it's almost like Back so to like the Future. So like in different paths, they just happen to converge briefly. Yeah, it's almost like Back to the Future when the you kind of see the lead up to how it happened from two perspectives, both in show and yeah. then in game. And uh, yeah, we know Obi Wan's uh, Execute Order sixty six shows up in the original Jedi Fallen Order game, so there is that crossover element of it existing. Uh, but yeah, twenty twenty three next year, I would expect it probably sometime around the March April, if I was to guess. And then if they didn't make that window, they'd probably push it back to the autumn time. If they needed a little bit more polish. But uh, I can't wait for this game. I absolutely adore Jedi Fallen Order. It was one of my favourite uh, games of the year released. Uh, along with Control in 2019. Uh, we had suspected it was going to make it for this year. But a little bit time more in the oven. The, the key thing that's going to loom over this game for us. And the next stories in, in, the, in the dock this week. Is that in your honest opinion Richie. Will we be seeing 
this next gen only version of Star Wars from EA Respawn on Google Stadia. That is the that is the killer question. That's um, the star killer question. I'm going to be 100% honest saying that I don't think we will. And even if we do, I'm probably buying this on PlayStation 5 anyway. Because, as I've said before on other shows, Stadia feels PS4 Plus quality. Pro. And with watching that trailer, <laughs> I want to play this at the best possible version I can. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect the Stadia version, if it is comes, to match the Xbox Series X PS5 version. And I own a PS5. And at this point, at the time this game comes out, I've owned a PS5 for two years as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if Stadia hasn't caught up to PS5 by the time it comes out, I'm buying this on PS5. That's that's a fair assessment. Uh, if This is kind of goes back to our Cloud Quest episode where we said, like, does Stadia need to like kind of relaunch, reboot, whatever that looks like? Is it investment in studios, which was this week's, this week's gone? It was the show for that week, the topic. But then realistically, I know they've said it would always be iterative, but they've never actually came out and explicitly said. And as time creeps by and we get these next-gen only, we know Gotham Knights is gone next-gen only. We know PlayStation, um, they've got they've had a state of play this week. A lot of some of their titles are now only next-gen only. After God of War Ragnarok, I think that's the only really one we know about which is multi-platform across PS4 and PS5. We know Series S is compatible going forward but you're right for the for the best and latest games running on the highest tech at what point does stadia start getting left behind X, and, xbox well, are going to keep upgrading theirs they've already done so to the series x blades stadia still would have certain advantages over like playstation however with the playstation getting more involved in cloud it's getting less prevalent however this is not a game that i want to play on my phone while, while on the mm, go yeah so something like FIFA, I might still consider getting on Stadia. Something like this, this is a game that I'm going to want to sit down for hours at a time in front of my in front of the best screen I own mm-hmm. to play. It's not something I want to be picking up for five, ten minutes here and there. Yeah. So the question really is then, Google Stadia, you need to use the force and reach out to EA and get this locked in. You need in. to make it happen. Like You it, need to make it happen. You need to give it the like the power it needs yeah and I, I would hate to think they've gone to EA and respawn and said look Jedi Fallen Order terrific we love having it on the platform it's a really good tech showpiece could we get the sequel I'd love to be again a fly on the wall at any of these conversations but to actually hear is it EA go back and say we'd, we'd be happy putting it on but we're doing next gen only and what we can see is that it's not really up to snuff or is it the other way of it's not worth us putting it on because of the player base and the sales numbers potentially, so you need to cough up. I think I think it's a latter because on server the specs are good enough for Stadia to compare with the Series X and the PS5, but you lose a lot of that quality in in the port and because it's a cloud cloud based. Mm-hmm. So when you get down to you, you're getting more things like compression and things. You're getting it has to be rendered at a higher resolution and compressed down and scaled back up. So it's it's a lot of wizardry. What an amazing technology act to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. That mean ultimately means that like for like this cloud's always going to be lagging. And this is the point like I think on you could put this game if you ported it over to Linux, you could put it on Stadia and it would run absolutely fine. 
but it wouldn't look as good as you you'd get on the PS5 Xbox Series X. Hmm. Which then it comes down to is the convenience factor enough, as you yeah. said, with the FIFA comparison. As I said, um, for this game, the convenience doesn't particularly matter for me. Yeah. And then there's also the reality of there's there's nothing to stop in the meantime. Microsoft paying EA some money to get this on Game Pass. There's nothing That's to stop it coming because again, the, the way the industry is shifting and moving with subscription models is anything can happen. So again, it's like barriers to entry and price, and with Game Pass being so rich in content and rotating games in and out, where's the value in getting it on Stadia if it's the it's if it's not running at its best? And again, we know we always talk about the if the five hundred pound console purchase that is completely true. But if you don't have the library to back it up from other titles. Yes, you might get Jedi Fallen Order, but what else is there to keep you going back to it? And that's the kind of... I feel like the crux of the story that we keep getting out week yeah. on week now as we cover these topics and that these trailers drop and there's no there's no indication that it's coming to Google Stadia. And the longer that mind process, that thought process ticks over, it, it's just going to get more kind of poisoned almost. The well is almost getting poisoned. Every time a story drops, that's not committing developers uh, publishers to the platform it gets sour and sour week on week i feel yeah i mean it's i know i hope i really do hope it go, um, comes to the platform because i know these people out there who don't have a box under the tv mm-hmm. and stadia is how they interact with games for for their sake i really hope it comes but but for us yeah i mean they, <laughs> for, yeah i have i i'm lucky enough to have options Certainly. And for this game, I think the option of PlayStation Five is a better option for me, yeah. personally. Personal choice. Play wherever makes you the happiest, or the only place you can play it. I guess at this point, if it's not coming. Uh, moving on, though, we'll move away from Star Wars. We'll no doubt come back to it more as we're both big Star Wars fans. We're moving over to sports, Richie. So forget your pod racing. We're moving over to some real world. Sports on our Let's planet. Let's not forget pod racing. The, Let's we not forget pod racing. Poland. We, we the pod did. racing game was awesome. We did. Like, it was legitimately awesome. It was a throwback. But Madden 23 has got some details. Uh, Electronics Arts have shared some of the first details regarding the next title Madden series. Uh, big thing for me straight away, the big takeaway is they're putting uh, John Madden himself back on the cover after his um, unfortunate passing earlier this year, last year. I can't recall now. But uh, yes, he's going to grace the front cover for the first time in many, many years, is kind of a, a signature sign-off uh, to the great man himself. So that's the nice nice touch from EA. Um, they've showcased some of the features. They've showcased some of the, the new buzzwords they'll be using. Richie, field sense is, I think, it's the equivalent to hypermotion from last year's FIFA uh, to showcase the kind of the mocap, the dynamic uh, fluidity of the game. Uh, again, both you and me were not NFL players, fans, anything nope. like that. We, 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 of course, play football, football. Not uh, was it Madden twenty one or twenty two? We strained twenty one, I believe. Twenty one back in the day yeah. uh, when it came to FIFA, like a great launch price. or like, not too sure because it came. If you remember, twenty one. It was a free weekend. Yeah, twenty one came late, similar to FIFA twenty one yeah. as well. So it came a little bit late to the platform, and then we got the the sequels following up on that. But it comes back to it. I'm reading from the nine to five article. So when Stadia landed Madden NFL 21 back in 2021, albeit a few months later than other platforms, it was a big deal for the streaming service as Madden is one of the core franchises gamers expect to see. Uh, conversely, it also made the Madden NFL franchise accessible to those without a console. 
praised Cloud Gaming. Uh, things stayed steady late that year with Madden NFL 22 launching day and date on Stadia alongside other major platforms, which again seemed a lock-in for, for Madden for the future. Uh, today, Electronic Arts took the wraps off the enhanced features including Field Synth, uh, synth got a, a lisper, exclusive to the PS5 and Series X. Uh, however, 9to5Google did a bit of digging. Uh, shout out to Duncan as well from uh, Cloud Gaming Extreme. He also picked out, and if you shared the link from the EA, the actual kind of the, the blog post from EA's website, when you shared the link through things like Discord and such, it you know when it usually pulls through like a little indent, an embedded kind of like little story piece, a description? That showed Stadia on the list. So there's that kind of like, if you read into the coding a little bit, it did say Stadia. However... 9to5 Google reached out to EA and EA have now confirmed that Madden NFL 23 is not slated to arrive on Stadia. So we've heard it from the horse's mouth, ladies and gentlemen. A representative for Electronics Arts has confirmed to the official 9to5 website that it's not getting a Stadia release. Best case scenario, I guess, Richie, is it comes at a later time, similar to 21. But after last year's day and date release, is this just another sign similar to Jedi Survivor that EA had done for the time being with Google Stadia. Well, I mean, it was a five-game deal. Google gave them a bag of cash for five games. We've got five games, and Google are no longer in the business of giving developers bags of cash. Um, so, yeah, I, it sucks. This is what we were fearing most, to be honest, with Stadia. It's like, is this just that? That's it. It's done. And this seems to be the case. It seems like we are not getting, mad, getting Madden. Yep. And I know that'll be a big blow to sports fans out there. It's it, it is again that that telling thing back to the the Jedi one and uh, some other titles that we have. And remember, we didn't get Grid Legends, which was co- yes, it was Codemasters, then moved to EA, but we had Grid. So both studios have actively put previous titles on the platform. Is this this is another one? It's again at the beginning of the year. I I tweeted out a list of big AAA titles this year, and I funnily enough I didn't actually include the sports titles because in my back of my mind, I figured actually we probably would see FIFA twenty three and Madden twenty three, and as it's... we creep closer and we start getting these announcements and trailers coming out, Jedi Fallen Order no mention, Madden I, no I mention. Hate, I hate being this pessimistic, but it it's a regression of the platform. I can't think of any other take, legitimate take than that. It's like, we got them late. We've got um, 21 late. We got 22 on date, day and date, and now we're not getting 23. Yeah, where, uh, where do you go from that? Like, I don't, I don't it, know. It is, like, it is backwards. Like, you can defend it as much as it wants. Like, we can't, we know, we know the tech works, but I, realistically, the, the games just like we're, we're in middle of the year now we're at the middle of the year Richie and we've got no AAA games past Extraction which was in January and it's Ubisoft and Ubisoft basically doesn't count I mean yeah I mean I mean, if yeah. you we didn't get Roller Champions hey, that just came out last no. week that is delayed it is due to come oh I, I know it's, it's due really but long, yeah. again it's 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 the screw is almost turning a little bit and Again, I wasn't too fussed uh, on Grid Legends because we enjoyed what we played with Grid, but I'm not a big racing fan. However, I've got to say, if Star Wars doesn't come and FIFA and Madden don't... I mean, Madden, not so much for me, but FIFA doesn't come, that's yeah. that's concerning as a fan of the platform. It's it's heading visually, the optics of Stadia, it's heading in the wrong direction. Well, I said I didn't... I was planning to get Jedi Survivor on PlayStation, but FIFA 23 
that I want that on Stadia. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring that in. Yeah, we'll bring that into the fold now because yeah. it's again sports titles. It's EA. It's, it's all under the same umbrella. Uh, the last FIFA game in the franchise before it pivots to EA Sports FC, and we don't know about that one. There's usually a release announcement some point between June and August, so possibly in the next coming weeks, EA will tease that we might see it at Summer Games Fest at some point. Probably doubtful because it's sports and it doesn't really go down well at these showcase events. Um, but one of the biggest kind of known leakers in, in YouTube and streamer content creators out there who's closely associated with FIFA has actually posted out uh, a tweet saying EA Sports FIFA 23 officially launches worldwide. Again, take this with a grain of salt. Friday the 30th of September, and it releases on PS5, PS4, Series X, S, Xbox One, PC, Windows, Origin, Steam, and Google Stadia platforms. A Legacy Edition is expected to be exclusive for Nintendo, which we know the Switch version is just a copy-and-paste job with a different skin over it from years prior. Um, again, take this one with a pinch of salt, but this uh, this content creator has quite a large following, and he's been known in the past to leak uh, FIFA news quite accurately as well. Uh, he's got an accompanying blog post on their website as well, and I'll just read straight from that. Uh, officially launches worldwide. Uh, those who've played... Uh, what else has he got? It kind of just describes what FIFA actually is then, so scratch, scratch reading that description. I won't waste your time. But he does mention Google Stadia platform in there. Does FIFA get a pass because it's maybe bigger than Madden? Have EA turned around possibly, Richie, and said, look, you can have one game... You can have Jedi, you can have Madden, you can have FIFA, and what's the best return for EA on this one? I think I think it's probably my, if we take if we assume that FIFA is coming, mm-hmm. it comes down to basically how much budget Google have to buy a game, and I know Madden is massive in the the USA, yeah, but nowhere else in the world particularly cares about it. FIFA is global, so they're not actually comparable in size in terms of the audience. Mm-hmm. So if you have the money to get one of these games, it's FIFA. It's not even a question. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I'm because we're not getting Madden. I am very skeptical, and the closer we get, it's like I'm, I'm starting to get nervous because I do want FIFA and I want it on Stadia because Stadia for me is the best place to play it. I, I'm totally with you on that one. I've played more FIFA this past year due to the the accessibility it's given me with the yeah. with the mobile phone and the Razer Kishi and jumping from device to device it, and not exactly. not being beholden to a, a television in my living room uh, is perfect for a sports game. The potential drop in quality that you might see from PlayStation Five to PlayStation to Stadia is relatively inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Compared to the amount of like versatility you get and where you play, because I can imagine you just sat on the couch next to your wife, she's watching something on telly, and you're just with your keys out on your phone. Yeah, just just chip away at it. I've I've played a few games in the past on my lunch yeah. break as well, and I've been well miles and miles away from home, in a hotel exactly, or wherever, exactly. and you've got that that twenty thirty minute window after you've finished your lunch, and yeah, just jump in. And we've said time and time again, sports titles are fantastic for that because you don't need to commit like an entire night and evening to playing them. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think you're right, Richie. I don't. I think if Madden isn't arriving, I don't think we're getting FIFA either. I think it's just not. It's either not worth the time or the effort, and that will be a massive, massive blow for the even the most staunch Stadia fans and defenders and whatever. The writing's got to be on the wall at some point, and if one of the biggest third-party developers on the planet isn't making games for your platform anymore, something's not right behind the scenes. 
it's entirely possible Google could turn around and just go, we are going to focus on indies, we are going to be the best place to play indie indie games full stop yeah. and go after that because there is value there. That is a niche you could carve. Mm-hmm. But they haven't said that. So. Yeah. Or they could just stay silent for another entire year and the games will come out yeah, everywhere I, else and I, that's it. I really want FIFA to come. But everything I've seen over the last year suggests it's not. This is the only this one tweet from a person, a twi- someone on Twitter who I do not know, I do not follow. Mm-hmm. Is the only it's, thing I've seen that suggests it might. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we haven't had an official announcement or anything yet, so no, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one for now, and hopefully, when the, the official trailer drops in a few months' time, weeks' time, EA do a press event, they start. I mean, all the footballers are taking their well-earned rest now, so I'm sure they'll be all pulled in to do like marketing campaigns for FIFA. They'll be doing their, their green screen sh- shots and everything like that. Uh, but the reality is, yeah, it seems to be the writing might quite honestly be on the wall for uh, EA's relationship with Stadium. I think it'll be a massive loss not to have FIFA, Madden, uh, the racing Unless games from Google. Codemasters and Star Wars. Unless Google take our advice from CloudQuest and buy them. They could do that, yeah. They could buy EA, but... We don't know if they're in that market. Uh, moving on, Richie. Moving away lucrative market. from sports. They should. We, well, we know that. They just need to know yeah. that. Uh, moving away from sports, though, to some horror. As part of the PlayStation State of Play, we had a update for Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil Village is getting some VR content. Great. Doesn't benefit us here on this particular podcast. Uh, I was actually hoping to hear something from Reverse. Where the hell is that, Richie? The game came out nearly a year ago now. We bought Village last June, if I recall, and we're in June now. Where is my DLC expansion multiplayer content that we were told if we bought the game? Uh, I digress. Focusing on this new story, Resident Evil 4 Remake, with a reimagined storyline, is coming for PC, PS5, Series X and S due March 2023. The reimagined version of Capcom's survival horror classic kicked off the State of Play event with an eye-catching trailer uh, showing multiple characters that you're probably familiar with. And uh, it's coming. As we know, it's been rumoured for quite some time. Uh, but yes, teased at the state of play, Richie. Resident Evil, we've played a little bit of Resident Evil 2 Remake. Resident Evil 3 Remake has happened. And here we are, using the RE engine, Resident Evil 4 Remake is on the cusp of a global release. However, not again confirmed for Google Stadia. And the reason we always bring this up and we include these stories in the show, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone out there wondering, is because these... We got Village. We got Capcom's latest Resident Evil entry last year. We also got Seven just the month before on Pro. And we'll yep. be getting whatever the Reverse release looks like. That will be coming when they pull the finger out and get around to it. So we've said for some time, well, I'd love to see RE2 and 3 Remake. And funnily enough, last week, Amazon Luna got Resident Evil Remake 2 and 3. So I'm sure players on Luna right now over in the United States, still the only place you can play Luna, they'll be expecting Resident Evil 4 as the next entry. But as a Stadia fan and as a Stadia player who played Village at full full Let's Play series is up with me and Richie screaming and jumping to our heart's content, that's available on the channel now. Resident Evil 4, Richie, where's this relationship at with Stadia and Capcom then? Is this more likely than Madden? What do you think? Um, I've... Again, I think this was a one-and-done deal. I think um, Google probably put the money up at the time because Resident Evil was one of these... Um, Village was one of these big moves that they made with like with the likes of Doom Eternal and Cyberpunk. Resident Evil was in that... Um, Village was in that category when they were throwing bags of cash around. Mm-hmm. 
And it's clear, it's obvious that they put the money down. We want village day and date. We'll also take seven. We'll put seven on pro. And then we'll get um, village day and date. But I think that might be a one and done deal. Yeah. I, it, the more I think about it, the more we, I see how Google seems to operate. They, it seems to be very much all like bespoke deals per game rather than general deals with publishers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 10 million reportedly for the Biohazard and Village ports to Stadia. And that was kind of... It looked like it was one of their last pushes. So we know we got Cyberpunk. I'm sure there was some money exchanged there to get it across as like their, their Christmas marketing push. We saw a massive spike in users and Stadia kind of praise and positivity and journalism died down. And then in the summer, Village was their big promotional push. We then got nothing at the back end of last year. We apparently, as of, yeah. again, time recording, 3rd of June, nothing for this summer. We missed all of the Dying Lights, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Grid Legends, Lego Star Wars, um, WWE 2K22. We've missed all of those games, so I'm curious if there even is a budget for a big tentpole port this year. And if, as you said, if Google just gone back to, well, if you want to put your games on our platform, you can, but we're not going to fund it I, anymore. And that's concerning. I think the budget's went more into the underlying tech and in part of pushing it more for um, a massive stream for games because by putting the money into the underlying tech mm-hmm. it opens up that market more and more which is why the folks are more on porting porting tools yeah which does hopefully make it easier for developers to get games on the stadia which means maybe a few develop developers might nibble a bit but I think Stadia, Google need to be proactive with this, and I just don't think they are. Yeah. Because I've... otherwise, if you're Capcom, you're probably not thinking about Stadia. Stadia is just this weird platform you put two games out on. Yeah. How many sales? And then you've moved on. Yeah. Like, How many yeah. sales was Village to really? Did it merit a port over on your on your own finances, or do you want that yeah. bag of cash still? And I've seen plenty of people say yes, the the low porting tools are in place to help things come across, but. It's almost a case of, is it too little, too late? Like, great, you've got faster tools, but if no one's porting their, their launch titles across your platform now, then why should they do it after the fan base has shrunk I, and shrunk again? I still think Google can turn this around, which is actually one of the like the focus of like um, CloudQuest a few weeks ago. was like, they can turn this around. But this is when we were talking about Stadia 2.0. Like, mm. they need the, I think they need this big moment to kind of go, to re- to like reinvest go we are still in it yeah we are going to push forward with this here's how we all, we've been upgrading things behind the scenes and do it in a big way to get all everyone who's become a bit jaded with Stadia to turn around and go oh you are to convince people that Google mm-hmm. still care about this platform yeah it's a viable like, platform and it has a future but you yeah. need to you need to actually just acknowledge it at some point right yeah. How long is it? It must be. When was the last connect we had? We said it was like summer. So are we are we coming up on two years nearly oh, since we had a last connect, or just any possibly, kind? Of, like yeah. I haven't seen Phil Harrison's face in so long. I don't know if the guy exists anymore. He's the leader. He is the boss of all of this, and he's been radio silent on Twitch for so long. And like I said, it just silence. Silence speaks louder than words somehow. But anyway, Richie, we won't rest on that for yeah. too long because it's very easy to just go no 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 it ain't coming. Moving on to some games, we do know we did get a what's it called next up on Stadia a new OS announcement. We got some reveals. Uh, games coming in July 2022, so not too long to wait for this one from Wired Productions and Whisper Games. We have those who remain. 
Uh, those who remain places you in an up-close psychological horror story set in the sleepy town of Dormant. Dormant, I like it. Uh, a town in a spiralling is in a spiralling split from the fabric of reality, warped by darkness and the deeds of the citizens who reside. Some mistakes should never happen when your life is complete, and yet they do. Edward had the good life, a beautiful wife, perfect little girl, and yet finds himself several whiskeys down and driving through the night of Dormant uh, to end his secret affair in a bid to fix his mistakes. Confront the uncomfortable horrors reflected by the darkness and survive the night of Dormant, Dormant, as Edward is confronted with a test of his sanity, morality, and the shadows of evil that lurk below. Uh, Richie, this is very reminiscent, actually, of Resident Evil Village, funnily enough. First person. Yeah. Spooky jumps and uh, a creepy scenario. My thoughts are somewhere halfway halfway between Resident Evil um, and Control. If mm. like they them two games had the baby and it was a walking simulator. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a good take on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, those who remain. Uh, it's been That's out on cool. other platforms. It does. It actually it did pique my interest. Um, funny enough, with us talking about all the village content and watching the trailer and going, oh, I'm getting graphically looks really really good. Uh, Wired Productions, of course, seem to be supporting Stadia a little bit more uh, as every month ticks by. And uh, yeah, exciting stuff, and not too long to wait, which is always good. I know we're not too big, too big of a fans of uh, stealth drops over here. So announcing it and then telling us it's coming out next month is a it's a nice little short turnaround time. So will it be a pro game for next month? Quite possibly, but we'll have to wait and find out. Alongside that announcement, we also got the announcement that Mighty Switch Force is also coming to the platform. Uh, switch up the fun with four games in one. A cybernetic peacekeeper, Officer Patricia Wagon, uses her skills to do platform puzzling, solving abilities, and a special level-altering siren helmet to protect the people of Planet Land and smash enemies into the screen. That sounds like a terrible description for an arcade. It uh, It it really, really Um, does. You know what? It looks actually quite fun. It reminds me a bit of something like Mega Man. Yeah, it's the same guys who did like Shantae's Genie, Half Genie, Revenge yeah. kind of stuff as well. Uh, very old school uh, remakes of some older titles that uh, anyone out there who's played them across, um, I can't even think what platform they would have been on, Richie. What do you think? An NES? Maybe later? Well, I, mean, I think Mega Man's like NES, SNES kind of it. But even actually, Mega Man's still relevant. It's just. It's one of them franchises, I think, it just keeps bubbling along in the background. Yeah, this is four games in one, of course. So, Mighty Switch Force uh, it's a, is the HD remake. Can't get my words out. I, w- I want to stress, though, it's not like these one of these crappy, like, oh, 100,000 games in one. It's like, no, this is four actual releases bundled into a single collection. Yeah, it's Mighty Switch Force, yeah. Mighty Switch Force Hyperdrive Edition, Mighty Switch Force 2, that's hard to say, and Mighty Switch Force Academy as well. All in one, included in the Switch Force collection. Uh, I actually saw that at first, and it was like Switch. Why does it say Switch? Is it Nintendo Switch collection? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was in fact just the uh, the title of the collection. Uh, but moving on a little bit, a uh, little short story. Uh, this one, this is a regarding Ghost Recon. We thought we'll touch on it because it's been kind of doing the circles on social media. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint game saves, Richie, have been disappearing for selected players. They're not having a good week, did you? It doesn't seem to be, no. Um, again, it's the lack of communication. If they came out after all of this news and said, don't worry, the games are coming, or maybe have a presence at these events or a logo on the content. Uh, but yeah, to bring it back around, yeah, Ghost Recon saves have been disappearing. A lot of people have shown that. They've lost hours and hours of content, save files, story progress. Um, it seems to just be wiped. They weren't there when you log in, and this is kind of one of those things when it's in the cloud, you just kind of boot it up and 
if it said no save file found, what would you do? You couldn't you couldn't check a memory card. You couldn't look in your uh, you couldn't look in your software settings and see if it's a moved file. You couldn't unplug your hard drive and check that. It's it's very much in the hands of of Google Stadia at this point. Or so it would seem, Richie, yeah. because it turns out it was actually a Ubisoft issue. So before you grab your pitchfork and go shouting on Phil Harrison's door, Ubisoft Connect, Ubisoft Connect. Uh, hello, ghosts. They tweet out. What only uh, on Stadia since May 25th, some players have seen their progression lost. Since realizing this, our team has worked hard to resolve and restore saves as you left them uh, before the issue occurred. Today, we are glad to share with you that you should not face inconveniences anymore related to the characters being missing or progression being erased. Thank you to all who have contacted our support team about the issue. If, unfortunately, you are still facing some progress loss or uh, issue related to the incident, please reach out to our support team uh, via our website and our dedicated forum section. Apologies again for this problem and the inconvenience to the Ghost Recon team. So it seems like it was raised at the back end of May in its entirety and it has been resolved. So again, I'm That's sure good. very concerning for the players involved, everyone out there. It had its whole whole blue across social media. Yes, it's a really bad thing. It doesn't look like it was Stadia's problem. It looked like it was a Ubisoft specific issue. It's resolved. Yeah, but I mean, it does bring up the whole Stadia save situation where you cannot personally back up your saves. And I know it'd be very difficult to actually do, but I always think that what Google could do, we'll probably talk about this two years ago, is utilize your Google Cloud. <laughs> like, because you have to, to, well, not so much anymore, but for a long time, you had to have a Gmail account to play Stadia, which means that you have a Google Drive. Mm-hmm. They could have just added an extra partition to that where they put all your saves, all your captures, and there you go. In your drive. Then that means you can just download that all them files immediately to back up as you as you choose, upload them again, and that updates mm. your physic. However, Stadia works in the yeah, back the end. Back end. Soft... Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's not as easy as that, but it's, it's no, no, definitely God, I imagine solution. it's very, very complicated. <laughs> yeah. But if like I could go into my Google Drive and just go to a section that just said Stadia, you know, you got like my yeah, drive yeah. computer shared with me, and there's one that just says Stadia, mm-hmm. and there's my, my saves, and I can just copy and paste do a backup. that'd be handy yeah. like yeah if you had yeah, if yeah. you had two stadia accounts you could just copy and paste your file okay. over um yeah i remember back in the day like when you play games on pc and you could go into the audio files and import your own mp3 music so i did it on roller coaster i did it on roller coaster tycoon <laughs> where you could have the music playing around the ride in the queue could just be like your yeah. mp3s and it was like oh awesome i can go and get official like disney music or i can go and get theme park music or just play my own rock songs on loop in the theme park because like yeah i'm living in a theme park i'm the boss uh, very very easy. Uh, however, resolved. Yeah. No need to panic. Hopefully, it won't happen I'm again. Not serious fault. So key thing to remember. Key okay. thing to remember. They can do some things right. Uh, next up, we've got speaking of doing things right. Uh, CD Projekt Red is still chipping away on Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, they are, of course have a story expansion which has been promised. It's still expected to launch uh, next year. It was pushed back a little bit later. Um, but following the, of course, crazy launch that happened at 2020, at the back end of 2020, all of CD, CD Projekt's development resources have moved around and switched. They've, uh, they've cancelled some stuff. They've focused on some other things. They finally got it back up on PlayStation. They've got the next-gen versions then came out. Uh, and looking at some one of the leaks that have came out this week, there was a chart detailing the shifting team size uh, of its projects and their focuses as we head into the back end of this year. Uh, and it looks like the team is pretty much fully focused now on the development of the Cyberpunk expansion. 
So looking at the chart, it's a kind of a colourful bar chart, Richie. It's got support for Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. and Next Gen. It's got Gwent-related projects, Spocko, don't know what Spocko is, uh, Cyberpunk Expansion, other projects including the new Witcher IP, which we know they announced, the Molasses Flood Project, no idea what that is, and a W3 next-gen version, which is the Witcher 3 next-gen version, which we know they've only just recently taken from um, oh, it's the Russian studio, blanking on the name. Um, Deep Silver? Oh, oh God. Is it Deep Silver? No, it wasn't Deep Silver. They're the Embracer Group. Yeah, but they're still in Russia. It doesn't matter who they're part of. It's... Saber in there? Saber, yeah, that must be Saber. Yeah, it sounds about right. Who are part of Embracer still. Uh, either way, we, we digress. Uh, so it looks like, Richie, uh, as we head into this year, yes, CD Projekt Expansion is now... A CD Projekt Cyberpunk Expansion is now the biggest chunk of their development plans. So it looks like hopefully it's full force ahead. And we're heading into it. Um, you finished Cyberpunk. Would you jump back I in did. for an expansion? A free expansion to the story? Um, not yet. Not yet. I'm, I don't feel motivated. I, I think it is a game I will go back and play again at some point in time. But there's so many other games I want to play at the moment. I've, I've kind of moved beyond it. It's always there in my Stadia library. Mm. So at some point I might... Well, hopefully you say I'm, I'm struggling to keep... Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I wouldn't care, because I'd, I'd be starting fresh anyway. Just um, to remind yourself what everything actually does and goes on. It, yeah, it's on, it's on the list of games that I would like to go back and play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's same here. Again. Like just, the, there's no timeline on it at Yeah, all. same again. It's just I'm sure I'll get that itch to jump back into it. Maybe the expansion will do that. Uh, very much similar to The Witcher, when The Witcher next-gen version yeah. comes out, I'm, I'm going to finally commit and jump think... back into trying to finish The Witcher 3. I think for people who haven't finished it or didn't take it up at, at launch, mm. this, the expansion is probably a good motivator to get yeah. back in. There'll be marketing, there'll be promotional talk, and uh, it plays better now than it will ever done. So, and more so on Stadia as it has done since day one. Day one. The thing that disappoints me about this news is how small the Witcher Three Next Gen version bar yeah. is. It's it, like it depends. It's tiny. It, like... Again, it was very near the end, I... so I'm hoping that just means that it needs a little focus because it's already almost finished. And it's just yeah. a case of getting it over the finish line now. It it might also be if Cyberpunk expansions coming out this year, that big bar that is for Cyberpunk will switch over as soon as the soon as soon as you're done, move over, get yeah. that done. Once it's box signed, then onto a new project. Indeed, yeah, indeed, a new project. Red. Uh, speaking of projects that are no longer a thing, if you head over to the Google Stadia storefront online now, uh, we reported on it a few weeks back, but the actual Stadia section had disappeared. And it was moved under the under the smart home tab on the website. Uh, you'll have noticed, or eagle-eyed viewers have noticed, uh, that the Premiere Edition is no more, Richie. I'm reading from Finally. Stadia Source. The Stadia Premiere Edition appears to be no more. And uh, that is a fact because it is no longer on the Stadia website. So anyone who's somehow getting caught up in the description of this uh, as a writer for Stadia Source, I can assure you that it is no more. Fact, because if you go to the website, it ain't there. It's no messing around. There's no lies in the headline or the title. It literally oh. is not there. So it is no more. You cannot purchase it through Google. I mean, all this story basically means is they finally ran out of Chromecast Ultras. Or they finally just want to draw a line under it and say, we're selling tech yeah. that's now five plus year old, defunct. There's a better version of it out. We need to stop pushing it on our website. Yeah. They might, they might, you might find something weird like they just donate these to chat. I hope these, what, 
Excel plus stock of the other Voltrons doesn't just end up as E-Waste. Melt them down. <laughs> I, I hope they just, like, I don't know, either use them internally for stuff or donate them to charity. But, I, yeah. like, the controller's the controller. That can just be reboxed re- into yeah. the new stuff. Again, That's not a big deal. Again, like, so, yeah, we should clarify... The Premier Edition is no more, but that doesn't stop you just yeah. buying a Stadia controller and a Chromecast as one of their plain watch packs. So build, build, yeah, Superman, which is yeah. effectively the successor to the the Premier Edition. Yeah. The only difference is you get the new um, Google Chromecast with Google TV rather than just a Chromecast yeah. Ultra, and it saves them it, money on packaging because they don't have to make another Stadia specific pack. It's just the controllers they've yeah. got in the warehouse on mass. They're still piled up. The new Chromecast that have came in. They're all piled up. Someone at the warehouse just goes, box number one, box number two, do 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 post it to you. Yeah. Uh, reading between the lines a little bit, disappointed that there isn't a new Premier Edition, like a Stadia bundle, like that combines the power I... adapter with the Ethernet, the Chromecast, the new one, and the controller, with maybe a bit of variety on colour, because we've said on a few SideQuest episodes and on the podcast, when do we see the next hardware iteration? It's nearly been three I years do. now, and... I'd do it as part of my 2.0 relaunch. We're going to add new colours. We're going to add this bo- fully boxed in. You're going to get the Ethernet as part of the play and watch pack. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not expecting anything like that anytime soon because, I mean, you can for £89 yeah. get everything you need to play a stadium on your TV yeah. if your TV doesn't support it natively anyway. That's which is getting more and more common. Exactly. Uh, but yes, as of now, the Stadia Premier Edition appears to be no more on the website. Um, to prove us wrong, go buy one from the website and then they'll be proved wrong. Um, we should point out if you want one, you can probably get one on eBay. I'm sure there's hundreds of them out there now uh, to pick up where people have got them. I've still got one over there, unboxed. So, sat around. Uh, anyway, Richie, moving on to our final stories of the week. Uh, unfortunately, that we do have news to report that another game appears to be leaving the Stadia platform, not through any choice of Stadia. It will join Football Manager in the basement. Uh, Super Bomberman R, Konami have announced they are terminating Super, Mo- Super Bomberman R online later this year. December the 1st will be your last chance. Actually, get it in before that, so the end of November. Um, the online-only specific Battle Royale version of Super Bomberman Um will be ending so use your bomber coins people use your premium packs get them in get them spent and uh, they have confirmed they'll be moving forward with new projects and they'll be hoping to share the news soon but uh, as with most games Richie that rely on servers if the fan base dwindles it costs money to run and keep these things alive it looks like Super Bomberman out online is uh, is not long for this world any quick thoughts on this one we enjoyed it yeah, it's a fun game. Maybe we should try and do a stream of it before like it closes yeah, off. Nice... As a one last, as a one last hurrah, because mm. it's always sad to see a game that we, people have enjoyed disappear. But yeah, we'll play the uh, yeah. we'll play the the sad music from Fast and the Furious as the drive away into the distance, and we'll well we actually we probably won't play it. We'll get copyright struck, but we'll play the game. We'll uh, we'll have a few uh, last blasts or bombs. December the first is the Thursday as well. Oh, is it? Oh, well, actually, we so need to we, check. It's terminated. Depending on what time the servers close off, we might be able to just play until the end. Play until literally the stream just ends through no fault of our own. Just the game is no longer uh, functional. Uh, yeah, a big big shame. Uh, we're we're both fans here of um, conserving history and gaming history and video games. Video and, game conservation. Yeah, exactly. And 
it's weird because when it's in the clouds, you'd think it would be safe because the servers it's, are ran, but... It's when multiplayer, it's multiplayer only titles, I think, are the most one, the ones that most, like... They are. I uh, don't know. Uh, susceptible to, like, just being gone. Because when there's no one playing them, that's it. And why would you as a business fund the behind the scenes? Nothing. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. I hope, I hope, like, Konami have learned from things that have happened in the past where they'll keep the source code. Yeah, I'm sure. Like de- developers in the past just saw like the source code as like disposable once the game was out. And who cares? Yeah, again. But yeah, certainly. So R.I.P. Super Bomber. We hope to see you in the future in a new form capacity that hopefully has a longer lifespan than this one. Uh, final things that maybe don't have a lifespan on Stadia. Uh, just a quick one: Destroy All Humans Two reprobed. Coming from THQ Nordic, uh, we know we had Destroy All Humans remake that came out. We played it. It was a pro game uh, about half a year ago now. Uh, there's a first look again up on the channel. I enjoyed what I played of it. If anyone out there has got nostalgia for the PS2 era, you'll be glad to know that Crypto is back with Destroy All Humans 2. However, they've not confirmed it's coming to Stadia. This is another one of those titles, Richie, where they just need to goddamn come out and say, like, yeah, it's coming. We, we have a great relationship with Embracer Group. They've put many titles out. Many titles have gone pro. This included. Where the hell is the sequel announcement for this one? This is some of the stuff that could quite easily make up a Stadia Connect. They could get the Jedi Fallen Order trailer. They could get the Madden trailer. They could get Destroy All Humans. Bunch of Ubisoft shit. Just put it all together and slap your logo on the beginning end of the video. And Phil Harrison can say I'm still alive. Post it on YouTube. Boom. 20 minutes. Keeps everyone happy. Keeps this, the platform vibrant with a roadmap of sorts. But I digress. Uh it's just a little side note to this. They have done a spin-off game called Clone Carnage, which you can get on other platforms now. Uh, they annoyingly did tweet out saying available on all platforms. And I saw a few people in the community go like, what do you mean by all platforms? And they had to clarify. That's a, that's a yeah. complicated term nowadays. Because like, we're still like between generations of con- on Xbox and Sony consoles. Mm-hmm. So there's four platforms. You've got Switch, you've got PC, you got PC, you got Mobile, you've got Stadia, Luna, <laughs> GeForce yeah. Now. Like, there's ten exactly all platforms interesting to see them do a little local multiplayer couch cop spin-off though in this clone carnage game so it's, uh, it's interesting like they must have been so far through development and thought oh we can just use these assets and do like a, a cheeky little spin-off uh, funnily enough if you pre-order the two remark reprobed you get this for free uh, or you can buy yeah, it, I wonder if it's buy like a standalone for like 12 13 quid I wonder if it's just like a wee one of a concept that they just threw together like actually this is quite fun Let finish polish it up finish it off and we'll, we can tag it on. Yeah, we'll just use it as a promo push as something new that you get to sweeten the deal yeah. on your pre-order for two uh, because that's coming And if it out. takes off, it's a revenue spinner for them potentially because well, you can imagine things like battle passes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Except for, again, not on Stadia. So we've, re- we've reached out to them. I know a few people have. Uh, THQ, Black Forest Games, enjoyed it on Pro, but will we see it? Who knows? Um, Richie, just want to end on a few little happy notes. This week, as we round up the show, um, it looks like 314 Arts is now an official Stadia developer. These are the makers uh, of Project Z. We reported on it uh, kind of every week, I think, for the last month, uh, relating to the Kickstarter going live. They're talking about bringing it to Stadia. It was included in the Kickstarter. Then the Kickstarter last week or the week before was cancelled. Um, for whatever reason, they, they pulled the plug on it. It didn't quite meet its quota, so I think they pulled it before and um, embarrassingly, unfortunately, not able to make it. Um, but it turns out they've uh, posted out saying they are an official partner. 
don't know what that means. We don't know the ins and outs of it. Whether that means they're a, a Google partner internally, they are just they just signed up to make the game for Stadia necessarily. Well, seeing him be the developer themselves rather than this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, their, their actual uh, logo is Stadia coloured almost with the branding now. If you notice their uh, their Twitter logo, it's all got like that Stadia colour gradient to it. I didn't even notice that. But it makes me optimistic for their future, and like because yeah, going to um, I I mean I, I see it now, but was it changed? It might have just been changed. Yeah, this I, I can't recall. I mean, the tweet actually does say we're happy to announce that it's now an official Stadia develop Stadia developer. That means Which our is... upcoming games will also release on Stadia, so it's not like an exclusive or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, official Google Stadia developer. I don't think that's any a terminology we've heard before. No, but not at least not since um, what do you call it, Stadia Games and Entertainment closed. Yeah, I was thinking it might be the Stadia developers kind of. Stuff they do, like the indie developer, I forgot yeah. what it's called now. It's been so long since they did something for it. The Stadium Makers program, is that it? Is that right? Yeah. That's it the could one. Be, yeah. So, either way, um, we'll no doubt see some updates on Project Z as they, they get this project off the ground and uh, we'll go from there with it. But we'll keep you updated, we'll keep you in the loop. And then uh, the final nice little sweet one I wanted to end on, Richie, is uh, there's a nice little Lego BD1 coming to a galaxy very, very close to you. We all like BD1 from Jedi Fallen Order. Well, now He's you can awesome. get them in cute little Lego form. I just want to throw that out there for anyone who likes Lego. 1,062 pieces. You'll stand at 31 centimetres tall. I thought you were to say 1,062 pounds. Then. No, piece, I mean, probably not far off with Lego. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it won't be a static companion to add to your collection. It will actually have a head that will tilt, move, wiggle and stuff as well to maximise his cuteness and you can pose him how you want. But uh, yeah, I like BD1. I like his little, his little yeah. character. I hope he shows up in more Star Wars content and live action. Uh, we might actually see him in Obi-Wan, like I said. Like I said. Uh, but that brings us to an end, Richie, for episode 141 of your weekly Sounds of Stadia podcast. Remember, your most consistent Stadia podcast on the planet. 141 weeks in a row every Monday right here on YouTube.com forward slash Hit Cloud Games or up there on your podcast preference of choice. We bring you all the Stadia news rounded up and listened, descri- described, discussed, chatted about shit all over, whatever mood we fancy ourselves in, Richie. Uh, but thank you to everyone out there who's listened, who's tuned in, who's watched this week. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't done so already, do give the video a like, subscribe, and hit that bell so you're kept in the loop with all of our amazing cloud gaming content we do here on the channel. Like our le- our first looks, our live streams, uh, our weekly community streams we do with people as well, our Cloud Quest show, and this very show as well, and much, much more. Jump into the Discord if you want to continue the discussion over there. If you've got any questions, comments, or concerns for the show, head over there. We've got threads as well. And if you want to meet, meet some like-minded gamers, they're all hanging about there too, waiting for you to drop a gamer tag in the chat. Uh, Richie, we're about to go away and record Cloud Quest, which our members, our Helix heroes, get up to six days early, sometimes seven, sometimes eight, yep. sometimes nine, depending on what we're doing and which country we reside in. Uh, shout out to MJ Parks and Dre for coming back and rejoining the Helix Heroes Club. There's over 50 of you out there. We love you all the more, and you can do that by clicking join on the YouTube video. Uh, Richie, Cloud Quest, what are we talking about this week? We've got a big summer of games coming up. We have, and we're going to be doing Summer Games Fest predictions and what we expect to see from Summer Games Fest this year. And a side note to this um to cloud quest we'll be launching this on thursday morning instead of friday morning for non-members so it's you have time to watch it before everything kicks off 
Fantastic stuff. Yes, uh, we should also point out, we would normally traditionally cover Summer Games Fest launch night with Jeff Keighley. Uh, I'm away at a works event, so I'm unable to attend. And quite honestly, there's probably not going to be any stadium news, uh, unfortunately, that's announced. So we'll recap it on next week's show um, if there is any relevant news. But yes. Yeah, I'm away on a works event Tuesday and Wednesday as well. So I was like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't time too much doesn't time for our adult yeah. lives. But as I said, we'll report on it on the show. And a huge thank you to all the wonderful people who've made us reach that 1.5 thousand subscribers count as well. 1.5k, you're all awesome. It's another milestone for us. We couldn't thank you anymore. But that has been it for episode 141. My name's been Chris. Now I've been Richie. And remember, everyone, play wherever and whatever makes you the happiest. Have a great week of gaming. We'll see you in the clouds. Goodbye. Bye.